Welcome to this week's edition of the Run Talk SA podcast. I'm David Katz, Mr. Active, and we've got a few interesting topics to discuss and centered around the Sunlum Cape Town Marathon. Fantastic event, going to be a very fast route this year and uh, lots to look forward to. Marathons, uh, still a pinnacle of running. I know we have comrades in two oceans, the old mutual two motions, which are a little bit longer in this country, but uh, marathon is still a marathon. Tapering is important, what shoes you wear. So plenty to discuss, and I'm very happy to welcome David Fissa on to the show today. He's the promotions and training specialist for ASIC South Africa. They've recently got very involved with the race itself. But the first thing I wanted to pose to you, David, is, or David, sorry, is uh, what is your running background for people out there who don't know the name? Hi, David. Nice to be on the show. Um, well, I did the normal progression running track, uh, middle distance at school, cross country. Um, uh, moved into multi-sport and then uh, some road running, some marathons. And then lastly, I'm basically on the trails now doing anything from short distance trail up to marathon distance trail. And that's basically where my passion lies now. Anything that's a challenge and um, can spend some time on the legs. Now, David, tell us a little bit about the Sunlum Cape Town Marathon. I know you based down in Cape Town, and uh, apparently they want the race to be very fast this year, taking place in uh, on the 20th September. Uh, tell us a bit more about the Sunlum Cape Town Marathon. What can people expect from the route, and uh, what will Cape Town be offering? Yeah, look, I mean, they we, we recently had the 60 days um, out uh, before the event um, uh, media briefs this week. And they decided to actually uh, revamp the route that it can be as fast as possible. Up to date, the fastest marathon in South Africa is just over basically two hours and nine minutes. It's, uh, it was run in PE a few years ago. So they tried to make the course uh, as fast as um, easy as possible, if you can call 42 k's easy, for the guys to try and run faster than that time so it can be classified as the fastest marathon course in the country. And obviously, uh, being at a big marathon and it growing and it has silver status, IAAF status at the moment, they, it was, it was easy for us as ASICs to get involved there, seeing that we, a premium running brand and, um, over 40% of the running market and, um, are associated with big marathons all around the world. And, and what does it, I mean, mean, of course, these marathons, we know the comrades, we know mutual two oceans, everyone has these partners. Uh, how important is that for, for the brands to have that relationship and to, to, you know, not only, yes, you're a shoe provider, but really to get out there and get active with your running community? Look, I mean, for, for us as ASIC, I mean, because we own the, uh, the biggest percentage of the running market, um, it's, it's, it's good for us to be associated with a marathon. A marathon, Although it's a big challenge for people and it's not comrades and not uh, to oceans, it's a standardized dis- distance. Um, so guys can measure themselves against that, go overseas, run a marathon there. So it's a, a standardized distance so the guys can measure their times. Um, and look, I mean, it's if, if guys decide to go to oceans or comrades route, um, they do need marathon qualifiers. Um, it's a good it's a good stepping block from the normal 21Ks. Um, yeah, it's, it, for us... Uh, look, I mean, we make shoes for that type of runner, for the for the guys that are going to spend time on their legs, um, spend some time on the course. We make the premium shoe for that distance. Now, David, of course, a lot of advice comes out there. I know we do a great podcast here on TalkFeed, the Ask Coach Perry podcast with Comrades Coach Lindsay Perry. And 
that tends to focus very heavily on comrades and all mutual two oceans two big races uh very important but marathons in particular we look a little bit at them but i want to look at marathons that's what we're focusing on today the cape town marathon what should you be doing in the taper up i mean you just talked a 60-day meeting it is it's just under 60 days now to the cape town marathon where should people be in with their training and how should they be starting to reduce that ahead of race day yeah look i mean for basically a two-month out period so let's call it eight weeks out uh, you should be, you should have been done doing most of your bulk of your long distance, long, they call LST, your long, slow distance. So now would be the time to start, let's call it sharpening up, but not, not, not to taper too fast and to peak too early. So now would be the time to start running some shorter distance races, some 21, uh, one or two 21 Ks leading up to that time, some 10 K races, your local club, um, 5K runs, some park runs, just to get the leg speed up a bit. And then obviously your, your standardized taper period of three to four weeks leading up to the race would be just to cut back on distance, um, basically 10 to 20% every week and just to focus on shorter, sharper distance, just to, to get the leg speed up. And, um, with our range as well, we, we've got a philosophy called mix up your run. Now is the time to start. You, obviously everybody knows your, your standard, standardized long distance shoes, your ASIC numbers, cumulus, Kaonos GT 2000s, which are your longer distance shoes, which are probably the shoes that most guys run their marathons and their training in. But we we have a full spec uh, of shoes catering for different aspects. So we we say the trail shoes we call run tough. So that that brings a different aspect to training. Um, some speed shoes um, for your faster, shorter runs. Some natural shoes to uh, lower yield drop shoes, less stability in the shoes to and all these shoes basically. Uh, train different muscle groups and now now would be the time to start it's called experimenting with those type of shoes as well uh, just to 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 train some different muscle groups and just to to help you not to overtrain the specific muscles that you always use during your long runs so basically yeah so in our range itself the issues to to start experimenting to play around with in your in your taper period especially eight weeks out and then getting closer to your four-week taper period i would say um you do your you cut back on your long distance runs, but also focus on some lighter weight shoes, some doing some short speed work, some five k um, time trials, some thousand repeats, two thousand repeats, um, just to get the leg speed up and get race ready. But David, that's some great advice. I just want to ask you more about shoes in particular. I know when we look at you know how much mileage should you do in shoes, people say you know, maybe 600, 800 kilometers, depending on how heavy you are in the runner, which shoe you're in. But what are signs in the actual shoe itself to look out for? Will you feel that, you know, it's getting a little bit, um, you know, worn out or, or on the sides? Is there a way to actually look at your shoe or feel when it's on to say, look, these shoes are sort of reaching the end of their sort of their best running capabilities? Yeah, yeah. Look, you touched on it now. Um, the generalized shoes lifespan is six hundred to eight hundred k's. Um, obviously, the cushioning properties start going up uh, at the shoe. My my best advice and what I find that works the best is obviously besides the other categories of shoes, mixing them up is to actually have two two shoes, uh, two models of shoes that you're gonna train and race with. So if you're getting close to your, let's call it. 600 k's with your current or 500 k's with your current pair of shoes already buy your second pair and start running with them a, a little bit just to start wearing them in obviously uh four weeks out would be your your four to three to four weeks out would be your your lastest 
last smallest window for to buy a new pair of shoes, especially to wear them in for the marathon. Uh, I suggest to do like one one um, decent long run in them, some three or four uh, shorter runs in them. Maybe put like uh, up to like hundred k's on the shoes, so the shoes form nicely to your foot. Um, wearing out of shoes uh, normally, you I mean it, it's a generalized thing, but when you start running with a shoe, you start feeling small little niggles. The shoe's not as supportive as it used to be. Um, maybe you run on the road and you start feeling small stones that, as you step on, start feeling it through the midsole. Then you should know your, your shoes basically come to, to the end of its lifespan. Normally, small little niggles on your ITB, your Achilles, you can feel your quads getting more tired or quicker. Um, just shows the cushioning properties of shoes have started going. But, but the best advice is actually, when you think your shoes have got about 200Ks left, already buy your new pair and start wearing them in overlapping the shoes. So you're never actually running with a complete shot pair of shoes because that's where the the, the niggly injuries come in that can sideline you for a week or two, which is unnecessary if you're trying to taper or just do your last mileage for, for a race. Yeah, well, you've touched on that, and it's not something you want to leave. You don't want to leave a shoe until that point where you're starting to get injury. So some more sound advice there, David, and appreciate that. Looking a bit more back towards the Cape Town Marathon, we're under two months to go now. I know it is a, a Comrades and an Old Mutual Oceans qualifier, so for people wanting to go, if they've got it in their legs already and they want to go out and get an early, flat, fast run, it, it would be a great route to do so. But a lot of people probably battling still with a bit of uh, comrades uh, stiffness but looking at that race uh, and your guys involvement are you going to be giving any tips out there uh, in the build up to the race how will people be able to uh, go about and see those tips other than maybe going on the capetownmarathon.com website yeah look I mean if you guys can follow us on our twitter f- um, handle on Essex lower score ZA uh, we're in the process of starting some it's called a YouTube clips that we're going to make and post it on that on the Twitter feed. Just generalize shoe advice, just running through some shoes, some training tips, some injury prevention, some stretching, some nutritional advice. Um, so not always just ASIC specific, but um, using our ambassadors in various fields. Uh, because obviously a running community is a running community and it's not just putting your shoes on and running anymore. If you really been, become scientific about it, you have to look at various aspects. So, uh, we, we will cover most of those bases on, on our Twitter feed. So if you guys can follow us there in the next few weeks leading up, well, every week we'll be posting one or two clips, uh, and, and launching new products and just talking about product and everything, everything to help make your running experience as pleasant as possible. Well, David Visser, thanks very much for your time here on Run Talk SA. A lot of excitement building towards that Cape Town Marathon. And I'm sure it's going to grow into a, a really bigger race on the South African calendar. And, of course, ASIC's now coming on as a technical sponsor. So thanks for your time today, and thanks for joining us on Run Talk SA. We'll be back next week, same place, same time. <laughs>